You're listening to WYDG Gaming Radio. That's the ice working. <laughs> yeah, the burn says it's working. Your ice has been broken. Welcome to Icy Hot. They now make mints. <laughs> Sponsored by Ben Gay. It's oh, icy it's just... at first to dull the stink and then hot to melt your face off. It's just Vic's vapor rub. Ben oh. Gay, always gay. Dudes and lady dudes, welcome back to This Week in Gaming, the show where we talk to you about what happened this week, only in board games, nothing to do with video games whatsoever. I am Proxy. <laughs> I am Sarah. And I am the Blay Witch. The <laughs> shit. <laughs> so, Speaking welcome. of board games. Oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Speaking of board games really quick, we were at GameStop the other day and I saw that Fallout board game at GameStop, yes. which is amazing because I for- completely forgot it was going to be a thing. And then I thought it may be an only online thing so seeing it in but a game stop was kind of weird yeah it was there it was like 60 bucks you didn't oh you gotta like wait till it goes on Sorry. super clearance and get it for nothing yeah, yeah. I, f- I so i still have the board game that i'm never gonna learn how to play mm-hmm. because no one in their right mind will sit down and learn this game with me monopoly no <laughs> portal the uncooperative cake acquisition board game most board games you get, you get even Monopoly, you'll get it, you'll pull it out, and there's like the rule book. Right. And the rule book is maybe one page double sided. Is there's like a Sometimes book? it's two pages. Is there's like an actual This is book? a quarter inch thick instruction oh manual. I mean I don't know if they just read it in five different languages. I need to find I'm out. I'm saying the liquor store is right down the street. It is. And if you Go supply on. me with the liquor, I will learn the game with you. Oh heck yes. Finally, we could play some portal cake. My birthday is on our next podcast recording day. Ooh. And you'll be done with your meter reads. And I'll, it's <gasps> And I get paid. This is everything. I love it when a plan comes together. Ew, you get paid opposite weeks that we do. Yeah. That's gross. It's awkward. I was opposite <laughs> weeks with Annabelle for a while, too, and now both of our jobs line up. So it's going to be like That's one week. That actually of, really sucks. We're going to yeah. have, yeah, because we'll have really one sucks. week. One week where we're like eating lobster stew and then the next week is all ice soup. Because you spent your whole paycheck on the lobster <laughs> yep. stew. Yeah. So See, I luck out because I get the meter, the mileage checks too. Yeah. So I still get paid every week. And you said week. you stagger that, right? I so try. It, it all depends on the actual company because sometimes they like to fuck me over. So. Oh, well, what can you do, I guess? Complain. So <laughs> speaking of uh, getting effed over, what have you been playing this week? Oh, boy. Um, what have I been playing? I've been playing a little bit of everything. Yeah. You started um, playing the first Halo. Oh, my God. So I installed the Master Chief collection. Yep. Two days ago? Yeah. Yeah, two days ago. And I was like, okay, cool. I can go back to Halo 1. Yeah, even Kevin said that was a bad idea when I talked to him at work. He's like, no, I forgot. I No. Uh, like, I'm playing on Heroic because I want to beat all these games on Heroic. I've never done it. Right. Because I, as the Halo games came out, I wasn't as confident a gamer as I am now. Yeah, you were like a little kid. I was yeah. a weeb. Um, tiny, tiny little weeb Jeff. tiny little weeb me um and i was like okay cool i'll just i'll play it on heroic i just beat halo 5 on heroic the other day oh nice yeah wicked easy how was the story good bad ugly um i paid attention to three quarters of the story okay up until like the last quarter where i was like i just want to fucking end this game because yeah. I'm, i know it's close to the end yeah i looked up to see how many chapters there were blah 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 but um i loaded up halo 1 collector's edition or ce whatever it's not a good game. <laughs> it's not. See, I just want to get through Halo 2 again. I just solely that. for that one cutscene of like, Chief, where are you going? To give the Covenant back their bomb. And then he just jumps off the ship. See. Like, oh. And then I started doing Halo 2. 
Ooh. And I'm almost to that point because that's literally the beginning of the game. Yep. Where you're jumping off. Yeah, that's like the end of your first mission pretty much. Yeah, you're jumping off the infinity. Yep. Um, that's not a good game either. No? <laughs> no. Dude, I've played so much of that game. Hartwell and I, when we used to play, we'd put on um, Queen's Don't Stop Me Down on repeat. Mm-hmm. And just good like shit. butt of the gun, bash it's, every alien grunt we came across. It, it there there comes a point with especially stuff like the Halo games, which have been around for almost twenty years. Uh, it's like, is it good because it makes me feel good nostalgically, or is it good because the story was good and the gameplay was good and the graphics were good? The story, like, it was good because of all of the above for the time. For at the time, gra- yeah, graphically for the time. Oh yeah, everything else flat out. Yeah, flat out awesome. Um. I'm going to start up three, but I think I want to bring the Xbox down here because I have the extra controller. Yes. And we play through it on Legendary. Yeah. <laughs> I like that look of like, I live with you. You're not good at okay, games. No, here's the thing, though. <laughs> and I can't play with you. Played, we don't play well together. I've played the intro to the first Halo game probably a thousand times. When we when you bought that, I was like, wait, so we could play two player, right? Is that a thing that's possible? And you said yes. <laughs> I remember before he even got the Xbox and you were like, wait, so can that, is it backward compatible with the first like with like Halo three? And we explained the Master Chief collection. You're like, I could play Halo. <laughs> I'm amazed. We need an Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> I bought the Xbox. It's mine. Yeah, OK. The Jeff box. Yeah. The Jeff- <laughs> You should just write that on or, it. Or as I or like to call it. gaffer's I, tape, you can just like Jeff box. I like to call it the sex box. Her name is Sony. <laughs> She's a Virgo. <laughs> <laughs> That's reminded me of, uh, I just started re-listening to a lot of old uh, Bloodhound Gang albums. Oh, God. <laughs> they were brilliant well beyond their time. <laughs> oh, God. Stacey Musically Lane. not great, but like lyrically well-crafted. So, yeah. So I, I did that. Um, I do want to start up three, like I said. Yep. Play through it on at least heroic by myself, if not legendary with you, because there's an extra person. So I got to add that up the ante. Of course. Because uh, we like when we play Gears, we play on hard. I'm interested to see how my gameplay changes going back to a, another F. Because like when we were doing Destiny together for a while, I was getting pretty decent with it. And now that I've moved into the realm of Quake. Were you? As I mean, as far as my skill levels okay, go. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm not, I was not nowhere near top tier. I wasn't going to be playing for money, but maybe, maybe pennies if I wanted to lose my change. But yeah, I'm just well, interested to see how my play and, style yeah, has shifted coming from Quake style. and then back. Well, and that was, that's what's hard for me too, is because I've been playing a lot of third person opposed to first person. Like yeah, I've been like, playing The Division and um, Ghost Recon Wildlands and all, all third person gears. Like, I haven't played Gears since I bought it, Like I, but I played through almost the whole game in one set. But, like, I've been playing a lot of third person, so getting back into that mindset of the first person shooter, this is how I aim properly, blah, 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 blah. It's so, like, it takes me an extra hour. Yeah. Because I'm not in that mindset, because I'll generally switch from, like, playing the, the, like playing the Division to playing Halo or playing Call of Duty or, you know, any of those, so... But yeah, I was doing that uh, Halo 1, started Halo 2. They're both not good. Um, I beat Halo 5, like I said. I beat that on Monday. I think it was Monday. That good game. I bought Forza, uh, Forza 7, started playing that. Yeah, you're saying that because I got really confused. So pretty. Is it? It's such a pretty game. Like th- These games were literally made to test the graphics 
on your systems. And Forza 7 is 4K native. <sighs> but Jeff, graphics on cars don't get any better than Gran Turismo 1 for the PS1. Childhood um, me said so. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Well, childhood you should Before go. Before the PS2 ever dicks. came out. Yeah. I was like, this is the pinnacle of graphics for yep, cars. This is it. <laughs> this is what my car outside looks like. Uh, All these polygons. Yep. Yep. Um, I did that. Um, I feel like I played something. I played some Division. I played Call of Duty Wildlands. Black Ops 3. You have commitment issues. I do. But at least I have multiple <laughs> games that I can just flip. Po- polygamorous, I think. Uh, the, I am very polygamorous. Yeah. That's also the problem with having every console that's out there because then I can be polygamorous. <laughs> yeah. That's the problem. Like when I when I was initially going to back when I was trying to get a uh, Nintendo DS Lite. Yeah. Back when they first launched. And mm-hmm. I was like, it's always the hardest when you're trying to save up to get the system. Because then once you have the system, the games are like a flat 30 to 60 bucks, depending on if you're, you know, handheld or if you're mm-hmm. console. Right. But I was like, oh, man, it'll be so much nicer when all the money I get for Christmas time because I was a child. And right. I'm like, I basically just get GameStop gift cards. So I was like, all my all my GameStop monies can just go to games and I could get so many games. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. So, Sarah, what have you been playing this week? Uh, I did start uh, Mass Effect Andromeda last night. How's that going? It actually isn't bad. I'm only, I think I yeah. Now, now that the facial for, animations are they're a little together. Bit, they're a little fucked up still, but they're not as bad as they were at launch. Which, uh, well, how long has it been? A year? I think so. Almost two. Oh, we, really? Was it that long ago? Yeah. Oh boy, um, it doesn't feel like it should have been that long ago. No, but it, I feel like we just came in here last week and looked at all of its garbage. It came out not too long after Horizon came out, which was almost two years ago. Dear God. Yeah. Um, anyway, it, now that I'm having like an existential crisis, cause I don't know yeah, right? the calendar, it's actually not bad. Like the character customization was really nice. Cause I forgot that you can customize yourself and your twin. So that was cool. Um, I only got like an hour into it, maybe an hour and a half. And I, I didn't want to stop playing, but I started getting tired. So that's a good sign that I wasn't like, oh, I'm bored. It was like, I have to stop playing or I'm going to fall asleep playing and I'm going to become Mark. Oh, see, that was my problem Aww. with Andromeda. I got bored. I didn't get bored. I did get massive, huge Mass Effect 1 vibes, which makes sense. And that was a thing that made me nervous because it's like the thing about the first Mass Effect that I had to force myself to play as much of that as I played because I don't know what you want me to do game. It's Moss Isley Cantina Simulator. I don't know what the game wants me to do. I don't know where Basically. it wants me to go. I don't know who it wants me to talk to because it's super unclear. But Andromeda was like, it was like that a little bit, but it also gave me a nice little quest fucking thing up in the top corner saying, go talk to this person. Here's your quest marker. Yeah, it's like, go talk to this person. But also you can do these 10 other things. Yeah, which the first one lacked a lot. So that that's nice, but... See, I don't mind if an open world is like, oh, we're all open stuff, but as long as they give me a quest to do, because otherwise, if you just leave me to my own devices, I'm going to get super bored. Yeah. Yeah. If you, if you. Like, I'm not the Minecrafting type. No. Unfortunately. Yeah. That's, that's why I had to force myself to like read a guide and play through the few hours of Mass Effect 1 that I did, because I was like, I don't know what you want me to do. See, and my thing about Andromeda, why I thought it was boring, wasn't necessarily the questing and like having to talk to fucking everything that has a heartbeat or whatever seriously is the landscape is boring so far a little bit 
it's all fucking like at least because I played like the first couple hours, which mm-hmm. are on the same goddamn planet. For yeah, the first you, couple hours. You're on your ship, and then you're on the planet, and then you're on a big ship. Right. So it's like okay, so I'm looking at this gray, reddish gray landscape. Gray. Oh, I died. Time to restart that all over again. Oh, I died. Time to restart the. Oh, I died. So, you know, I didn't have that problem. I did fall to my death once because I misjudged how far my jetpack yeah, would that, take me. Yeah, that was me, oh, by dying. And I, it, it just took me, like, ten steps back where I was. Like, it didn't make me restart the whole fucking thing like Mass Effect, the first one does. I keep forgetting that it is a Mass Effect game, which isn't fair because I feel like Mass Effect is done. This is a different thing. Yeah, it just has the Mass Effect <laughs> name on it. I'm going to have to play more to know how I feel about it, though, because it's like so far, it really just has been like, I'm on my ship. I'm on a planet. I'm on a bigger ship. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I wanted to play more because I wanted to know the um, the Rider story a little bit because yeah. I was like super into Shepherd. the Shepard story. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to be one of those people that comes in. And I'm like, it's not Shepard. I don't give a shit about your game. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to give you a chance to pull me into this story and give me something to grab onto. And they haven't done it for me yet. No. I love that at the beginning when you're character creating, it's like customize your Mass Effect world. And I was like, hell yeah. Because like with Dragon Age, if you never played the first two games, you can go online Sign it in with your account and pick what you want your backstory, your world's backstory to be. You can be like, I want Hawk from the second game to be a woman. I want the champion of the first game to be this person and that person and this thing and that person married that person. So I was like, hell yeah, I can't believe that's a thing. And when I clicked on it, it was like, was Shepard a boy or a girl? And I felt like Professor Oak in that moment. Oh, boy. Like, <laughs> you, you can't be like, customize your previous adventure and then just say, hey... <laughs> What were you? Cool. Thanks. So that was, I felt like that was a little bit of a cop out. I mean, Bioware. (sighs) Yeah. That's why they gave up on this game. Which really sucks because it, I I was kind of hoping they were going to give me like a Rider trilogy like they did with Shepard, but. It doesn't. It's not looking that way. So. Uh, Oh, I did. I've been playing Fallout Shelter because I'm trash, but I did check out Pokemon Quest because that hit iOS and Android this week. And that was on the Switch. And it's just like, it's a weird, like, Minecraft, but not Minecraft. Because you are you pick a Pokemon, and you do your little quests, and your Pokemon runs around and battle stuff. And then you go home, and it's very confusing. And the instructions won't let you just stop. Like, the instructions in the tutorial of a game just keep fucking going for, like, 20 minutes. And I just wanted to go to bed. Oh, jeez. And it wouldn't let me stop. <laughs> oh, jeez. So it was like, I don't know. I haven't played that very much. But it was cute. I installed it on the Switch. And then I think Annabelle played a little bit of it. But that was about it. Yeah. It's very cute. But I don't I don't know about the long-term playability. Because I couldn't get past the tutorial. It was like 20 minutes long. Ugh. That was it Gross. for me. What have you been playing? Oh, so let's see. Aside from, obviously, for stream purposes, we played Detroit Become Human. Yeah. Which is, it, it's getting mighty Detroit. <laughs> I guess I mean, I I haven't played through it nearly as many times as you have, so I can't be like, oh, this is very strange to me. This is probably something that you've already gone through and done, but maybe. Um, so I mean, Detroit, we're being very. We stole the whole truck with Marcus, like yeah. when we got to the docks before I got cat. I got caught. Oh no! I was like, I'm not gonna do anything about this android who walked up on me. Oh my god! So we all hid, and he's like, "There's androids here," and they were like, "Whoop whoop." 
Oh my so, God. You, okay, so we so ran. Your, your first playthrough, you really, you went with your gut and it fucked you over. Yep. Basically, every Pretty single much. time. Oh, every single time. <laughs> oh That's why God. all three of my main characters died my first run. <laughs> it was awful. Oh my God. Um, But I like playing Marcus a little more violent because he, Carl's alive out there somewhere. So yeah. that's great. Uh, so that's that. Aside from Detroit, uh, Annabelle and I played some more Unravel, which is mighty good. But boy, are those puzzles really puzzly. Mm. So is there more of a length of play than the first one then? If you For can... Unravel 2? Yeah. Uh, the yes, one... but I don't know that it's by much. A lot of the, the length of our gameplay so far has been trying to figure out it's mostly just difficult with game mechanics or conf- convoluted puzzles. Because mm. um, some of the puzzles are so well put together for a multiplayer solution that you have to really be on the same page and mm-hmm. figure out, like, okay, this is a really interesting... <clears throat> like, I'm glad they left it that way because I missed out on that with Portal. Yeah. Because there was a lot of levels in the original Portal that were redesigned because game testers had such a hard time solving them. Yeah. And there were a lot of levels in Portal 2 that were the same way. Game testers had a really difficult time solving them. And they so they got torn from the game. Yeah, which so sucks. It I, I sucks, like... but I'm glad that now you can go into Steam and you can like be part of that community where people will custom build levels in Portal and you can play yeah. other people's custom levels. That it's like me. the Portal version of Mario Maker. Yeah, I want to get into doing some of that because that sounds like a lot of fun. I feel like have you... fun coding that. Oh, yeah. I will. I think it's basically just like the, the world builder. Yeah. So. Oh, so yeah, Unravel 2, really good. We played Link to the Past a little bit for our Throwback Thursday stream. Caught a whole 15 minutes of that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was it was pretty good. I was doing a lot what of What are voices. you streaming that at? Are you streaming that at 720 or 1080? 1080. That's why. I mean, we stream everything at 1080. I found that we were actually, it defaulted to streaming Detroit 1080 at 60. And I was like, you, why are you spending so much time in coding? I'm pretty sure the game doesn't run at 60. <laughs> Why are you duplicating I don't think frames? It does. So I had to go in and tell it, stop doing 60 FPS. I need you to have smooth broadcast quality. I don't I don't want people to have like 10 frames, but those frames look real crisp. Yeah. I'd rather have them have a slightly less crisp, fluid, smooth that was, going that's on. That's the problem with Twitch as a platform. Like YouTube, mo- on most videos that exist, you can change it. Even if someone uploads it at 1080, I can change it to 120 if I want. It looks horrible. Oh, yeah. If I just want to listen to something. Actually, you can do the same thing with Twitch because I've done that a couple. I can't. At least in the browser version. I don't know. on mobile. No, I was doing it on the browser and it only gave me source and 1080. And I was like, the source is doing 1080. I've had plenty of times where I was like, "Uh, drop this down to like 280 because I don't need to. I don't need to look at it. I just want to listen to it. Right. Yeah. Like last Um, night I was like having the issues because my internet was being weird and then it's like i would love to just hear my friends talking i've seen yeah. link to the past before yeah um, but it was like nah outside of like the quality on the app too on the twitch app huh weird i don't know maybe it's something with the way that my stuff's set up you go up to the settings yeah blink i know where th- yeah it seems obvious it just wasn't working last night when i needed it to um so then also Quake Champions was playing that last week after our podcast. Yep. Uh, because Jeff reminded me that I have um, Strafe. I was playing Strafe. I'm glad I didn't pay money for it. Yes. Um, you said it was very bad. It's it's weird. I don't really know how. To, it's not necessarily bad. It's just that it doesn't play enough like Quake or anything else for me to really understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. And the way that everything is so pixely. 
makes it hard to determine where different pathways are. So I couldn't like find my way to the next area from where I was. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I, I don't know what you want me to do, game. There's no <laughs> enemies left to kill. And I'm just, I'm stuck like hugging the wall trying to find my way around. And there's nothing. I can't jump high enough to go anywhere. I was like, well, I guess I'm, I guess I'm done. Yeah. Uh, outside of that, I actually was playing some Command and Conquer Rivals, Still. getting my butt handed to me because people got real good real quick. <laughs> Probably people who could pay to win. I, I can't yeah. afford to be good at the game, but I like to I like to still think that it's still just a tactics thing that I'm I just haven't evolved my tactics to the point where I can outsmart other players. Yeah, you're not smart enough Maybe. to make your wallet bigger. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, and the other thing I've been playing is Hearthstone. No. Oh. Yeah. So back I, I got back into that and boy, so that's, yep, not very good at that yet either. I want to get into more <laughs> deck building. And see, the thing is, I just haven't spent as much, I haven't put as much mental power into Hearthstone as I probably should, as much as it demands. The thing is, Proxy has adult ADD. I do. Yeah. Real bad. Unlike me, where I just have commitment issues. Sure. If, if you want to, uh help my adult ADD, you can head over to um, patreon.com backslash yeah dude and you can help fund our podcast you can help and proxy. find a cure for my game ADD. God, I wish there was a cure. You can it's help called fund more games. There is a cure. You can help me get good at the game yeah, by throwing help, me money. You can help proxy pay to get good at mobile games because that's the only way anybody's ever good at them. Nobody's naturally, like not card games because I'm sure that learning the strategy but like Basically, any other mobile game, it's all pay to get good. That's all they are. It's garbage. Yeah. Opposed I hate to paying it. to get wrecked. Some but, people are into that. So, yeah, that's that's all I've been playing this week. Um, hopefully, I'll get some more stuff in later on. I want to hop back into Guild Wars 2, but I haven't had the time. Mm. So, but you know what it is time for is the games that are coming out next week. And I'm going to tie that directly into. The PS Plus games, Xbox games with gold, Xbox and the Game Pass. Pass. Yep. So it's so a long... This is going to be... Because these things are pertinent to us now. Yeah. Five, yeah. Five minutes of just listing things off. Good luck, everybody. Go. I hope you've got your snacks. Settle in for a long winter's eve. Crunch. Coming out on Monday, July 2nd, the Hylian Shield new 2DS XL for $159.99. It's a GameStop exclusive. I haven't seen that yet, but no, I'm going to look pretty, it up and I'll probably spend all pretty, my money on it. Yeah. yeah, it looks really nice. Tuesday, July 3rd, Red Faction Guerrilla Remastered for PS4, Xbox One, PC, and Runbo for PS4 and Switch. Ooh, Runbo. Um, Thursday, July 5th, Mushroom Wars 2 for the Switch and Flat Heroes for PC and Switch. Uh, and reminder that the Steam Summer Sale runs until Thursday, July 5th. So there's still time to get in on whatever everything is on sale on Steam. Yep. Get in, get in there, throw your wallet at it, and say goodbye to all your hard-earned money. Get in, get good. Ooh. What? I'm oh, looking yeah. at the PlayStation Plus games. Yeah. So PlayStation Plus games for July, uh, for the PS4, and now I'm assuming that all of these are specific to that console now. There's no cross-playability between them anymore. They're all cross-play. Oh, are they? Yep. It was, oh, yeah, it was just yes. that. It was just last month that yeah, they weren't. Yeah, it's okay. just that like, these are the ones that are specifically coming out, but if... Whoa, sorry, I bumped the mic. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> But if they, if it's, yeah, how okay. it usually works. So, oh, I lost my, there we go. For PS4, Heavy Rain and Absolver. I'm really excited to have Heavy Rain because that will officially give me all three of Quantic Dreams games. That, yeah, I'm excited. And two of them will have been for, for free through Games Pass. I thought you already through, had Heavy Rain. 
No, I ended up trading it in because I it's figured garbage. I would never play it again. Because it's garbage. Yeah, and it's still going to be garbage if I go back to it. The yeah. story was really good, and what they tried to do with it was great. Yeah, sure. But it just, uh -huh. the whole press R2 to walk forward like you're a fucking car. <laughs> <laughs> like you're pressing gas. Yeah, it's not great. And then steer. It, it wasn't good. Uh, but the game itself was pretty good. I'm, I'll, I'll end up playing it again for sure. Uh, PS3, we've got Rayman 3 HD, Deception 4, The Nightmare Princess, The Vita, Zero Escape, Zero Time Dilemma, Space Overlords. Uh, the July Plus games will begin on July 3rd. That's uh, a Tuesday, for those that didn't know. And also, Call of Duty Black Ops 3 will be available for free until Wednesday, July 11th. So moving on from Sony over to Xbox, Games with Gold for July. Xbox One will see Assault Android Cactus and Death Squared. And the Xbox 360 will be Futara Fighter 5, Final Showdown. Sorry, say that again? F <laughs> Virtua? Oh, Virtua Fighter. Wow. I don't know how that became an F in my head. Oh, because I was looking at the F in Fighter. That's why. Yeah. Virtua Fighter 5, Final Showdown, Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell Conviction. You were excited about that one, mm -hmm. honey. Mm, Tom Clancy games, man. Well, They're... Splinter Cell. Yeah. It's the last Splinter Cell game that came out. Wow. Wow. And the Xbox Games Pass for July. For July 1st, we'll see Dirt 4, Zombie Army Trilogy, Abzu. Great game. If you haven't played it, definitely recommend it. Hell yeah. Uh, Shadow Complex Remastered, Elder Scrolls 4, Oblivion, Fallout 3, and Human Fall Flat. Okay, wow. July 10th, Bomber Crew, and July 11th, Warhammer Vermin Vermintide? Yep. Sorry, Fermentide? Because <laughs> apparently I don't know my V's and F's today, too. So the Games Pass, when a game hits it, it's basically on there forever until they're like, hey, this is what we're taking down. Yeah, until they say, hey, so, we're taking it down. And there's always a countdown. If they say they're going to take something down next month, there'll be a countdown on Games Pass saying you have X amount of days to buy this. That's really kind of cool. I'm very excited for Fallout 3 because playing it on the PS3 is very janky because it's a game of the year disc. Playing on a PC is very janky because I fucking hate straining my neck sitting at the desk be very nice to just relax in bed playing it when you're asleep because that's the only time i'll ever be able say to play when? <laughs> oh boy so on that note that is all of the the game stuff that we've got going on we will be right back after these words for some news hey, hey, hey there kid come here i got, I got something for you Yes. It's coming with you. It's back out here. Come on. Okay. Come on now. I don't see anything shady about this at all. Yeah, there's nothing shady about it. Only high class entertainment. You like high class entertainment, don't you, little boy? I sure do. Yeah, everyone does who doesn't. But look, there's a first it's free. You're going to get your podcasts and all that for free, but eventually it's going to cost you. Oh, well, do I, do I just give you money? Are you out of your mind? You can't have anyone see that. Go to patreon.com slash yeah, dude, and give money there. I can just, do I throw it at the at the, the, the screen? Open the disc tray, put in your money, close the disc tray. Oh, all right, that makes sense. I'm a drug dealer of entertainment. I'm an entertainment drug dealer. <laughs> can I get my fix through you? No, of course not. Oh. What do I look like? Some sort of podcast where, whiz? Where do I have to go to get my fix? Uh, where, well, let me just ask my announcer friend here who also hangs out in this back alley. Hey, announcer friend, where where do you need to go to get our entertainment? Listen, darling, if you want high-quality entertainment, you have to work your way on your browser over to yadudegamers.com. 
that's where you will find the highest of quality entertainment that you can optionally pay money for. So go there, check that out, do a thing. Welcome back. So we're going to hop into some game news. I'm going to throw it on to uh, Posterity Jeff. Oh, Over yes. To you. Posterity me. Um, so this is This Week in Gaming. It's going to be episode 64 for all of you uh, Twiggers. I don't I don't know how what, what we Jeff, call I'm feeling it. really Twiggered right now. Yeah, I'm really Twiggered. <laughs> Someone please meme that. You, 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 you. I'm really Twiggered. Help. <laughs> Um, oh, no. Anyway, episode 24 for Twig. Uh, we are recording this on Friday, June 29th. When this hits your earballs, it will be Saturday, June 30th. Uh, to start off our podcast news-related things, little summer games on quick. Summer GDQ, which I have been obsessively watching all week. Oh, no, we know. My, who, my text messages, no. Guess who forgot and was, like, completely dropping the ball and didn't know they were doing anything until Proxy was like, hey, did you see games do games done quick doing this thing? And I was like, I didn't know they were doing that yet. This yeah. isn't my job or anything. Nah. So uh, summer GDQ started this past Sunday afternoon and will be running until Saturday the thirtieth. Uh, so so tomorrow right? morning. Tomorrow. No. Oh no, Sunday. It's Saturday it's, at like midnight. Yeah. yeah. Mid- Sunday yeah. at like one. So our time. because of our time, yeah, it's yeah. like one a.m. on Sunday, and I kind of want to stay up and watch it. Because tomorrow. You will. Not to interrupt you, honey, but tomorrow, like, the lineup is fucking great. Is it? Yeah. It's, like, all Spyro games and, and like, Zelda the games Spyro and shit. block. I don't know exactly what the schedule looks like, but I remember thinking, I'm going to, like, keep an eye on Saturday because it looks really good. <laughs> um, as always, um, GDQ, they always choose a um, charity to donate to, um, Summer GDQ. Um, they stayed pretty tried and true with Summer GDQ. It's always been Doctors Without Borders. I think it always has been, or at least it has been since we've been I... paying attention. I also appreciate, so we're watching it, right? And it was before they had the uh, Metroid block. Mm -hmm. So Annabelle and I are sitting down watching it, and I forget even what game we picked it up on. But they were getting all these donations coming in, and you had people saying, like, save the frames, kill the animals. Or, you know, save the animals, kill the frames. And, like, (laughs) there were these, it was the two things, either save the animals or save the frames. And I, we were sitting there, and she's like, what is, what does it even mean? And I was like, you know, I never really thought about it. So I was like, maybe it's another charity they're doing. No, I actually had to look it up. There's a GDQ subreddit. Oh. And they're like, someone, they actually said in the subreddit too, they're like, somebody should pin this. It's that at the end of one of the Metroid games, you have the option to save the animals that helped you throughout your journey. Yeah. Or kill them. Oh my God. Killing That's them. That's the basket full of puppies reference. Yeah. Killing oh. them will save about 20 frames out of your run. Oh, so you can speed. cut down on the speed time oh my God. by killing the animals. So you would, they or would the audience can, was voting. Right, or you can save the animals, but it's going to cost you extra frames oh on your run. Oh, my God. So I was like, oh, well, now that I understand, I, I like, though, that even the community was like, we should probably pin this somewhere so people know what we're talking about and don't yeah. think we just all want animals to die. Yeah, I like that. The more people wondering means more people are watching. Oh, my God, and so more many people, people are, are getting watching. interested. It is after... Uh, the last game's done quick. I have a weird, like, addiction to speedruns. Only of games I'm oh, interested yeah. in. It's so calming and yet so stressful. Like, even though I can see how long the video is and what the world record is, and it says in the title that they beat the world record, I'm so stressed see, about it. I get stressed because I watch it live, right? I can't. And 
my heart as can't I'm watching it. it, I have these moments when they're like trying to break a certain mechanic in the game. They were doing it the other day with Super Mario World. Yeah. The good dude was trying to do a uh, all forts, all castles run. Mm-hmm. In, I forget what the time limit was. It was like under an hour and 12 minutes. And he was trying to break one part of the game where, and he was doing it all small. So no mushrooms, no oh items, God. nothing. You have to be small Mario the entire freaking time. I'd be shitting. And so he had some blocks <laughs> that you're supposed to be big Mario so you can break, but he wasn't when he got in there. So he had to, he brought a Goomba or something with him and he was trying to get it to clip through a wall so that it would hit the block that he needed it to hit. So you get where he was going. And it took a solid like two minutes. And the entire time I'm like, he obviously gets, wait a minute, I'm watching this live. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Oh, no. And I got real stressed. Yeah. That's why I can't watch, like, America's Got Talent live, because there's always a magician throwing swords, and I'm like, someone's going to die. I can't watch this. Uh, And then (laughs) there was also an article done up by Kotaku about the Mario 3 speed run full of setbacks and sportsmanship. So there was a they do races every now and then, too, with uh, various games to get, you know, two or two to four speedrunners together. And they're all trying to speedrun the same game and see who can get it done faster. And they had one for Super Mario Brothers three. And from what I'm seeing, I didn't unfortunately get to watch that one. I'm going to go back and do so. Yeah. But it looks like one of the dudes system crashed. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. And so he it was only two people. So half your race is now dropped out of it. But I guess it was so good because. Kotaku wrote an article about it and its sportsmanship. So, but I, I like the uh, the entire culture and community around GDQ. Oh yeah, it's been real good. They everybody. Uh, I mean, obviously, especially in the gaming community, there's shitty people and they exist. But like the the ones that I like who do the games that I like, where I've like followed them on Twitter and stuff, and like been watching them for months because it's like you're a cool person. They continue to be a cool person. Like, yeah, I'd like to think that everybody who wants to raise money for charity is a good person. That's just never going to be true. But it's nice that a lot of them are. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. So I've actually been starting to follow a few of the different Twitch streamers that I've been really liking over the course of GDQ, which is nice um, for a quick update. As of right now, as of this recording. Because um, I know you guys were looking up the live update. They are at $1,120,203 raised for Doctors Without Borders. I literally just checked it like 30 seconds ago. It, well, and it, it was climbed at, so quick. It was at a million. 119. 119. Yeah. Yeah. So it climbed another thousand. Like <laughs> and it, then, it just keeps going up and up and up. And I think it's it's an amazing thing to even just watching it live. To feel like you're a part of. Yeah, when you hear them saying, and this person donated mm-hmm. yep. X amount. Especially even if it's $5. Like if they get those anonymous, anonymous donated $5,000. Exactly, yeah. For guy on the couch. It's yeah. really, like, though, it really is anonymous. <laughs> yeah, it's the organization, not it's a person. It's just 4chan. God. Oh, dear Lord. Um, so, uh, not to have like a full-fledged 20-minute GDQ discussion. GDQ discussion. Um, if you want to catch whatever's left um, and you want to know what you're missing or what you're not missing, you can go to gamesonquick.com backslash schedule for a comprehensive list of what time any game is playing, was played throughout this past week. So you can always like go back to YouTube and find the videos. Yeah. Twitch has, um, I think I mentioned this in the next little block, but Twitch has like chunks of yeah, the streams and yeah. like. I think most of them are 12 hour chunks. So you could kind of like reverse engineer your way back to one. But usually they put up clips of specific games after the after the event is done. 
so you yeah. can find a game that you're interested in. Um, if you do want to watch it live, I know you'll only have a couple hours left if you listen to this on Saturday. If not, you are SOL. Um, you can go to twitch.tv backslash gamesonquick. Um, like Sarah said, they do have their streams in chunks. Um, chunks. Chunk. And Give me the chunk. Eventually, the YouTube channel will have... Yeah, all the, the stuff the will clips. end up being and up. And you know, even if the YouTube channel is on clips, someone's going to make a clip video I of think. said play. Let me see if... Uh, yeah, they're actually clipping it out and putting them up on their Twitch page as oh, really? it's going on. Because they... Um, I checked on... From the looks of it, yeah. Wednesday, and there wasn't... There was just, like, large chunks of video that they hadn't, like, organized yet. But I know that usually they get... A, or maybe it was... Tuesday. I don't know who they've got working there behind the scenes right now, but they, they've got them. They work really oh, hard. Oh, first off, yeah. Uh, shout out to the entire team that makes GDQ happen mm -hmm. because you guys are amazing. It's crazy. But right now, if you go to their <clears throat> Twitch, I can't speak for YouTube, but if you go to twitch.tv slash games done quick, click on their videos tab. They've got it broken down based by based on games. So they've That's got like good. Deus Ex, Dead Core, a couple other Dead Core chunks, Ninja Gaiden Black, Halo 2. Um, it's It's broken up. For yeah. the most part, into the different games they were okay. playing. I don't know how accurate they are as far as like start and end times, but I'm gonna guess they're pretty close to on um, point. I, I would say they're like a TV station running live. Yeah. So you mark down what time your watch says, and you go back to the recording later on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, either that or they're like, I don't know. I don't know what they're running on their end, but yeah. it's it's really good. Definitely check it out. I'm looking at like I'm gonna be up late tonight because they're running a Pokemon Yellow and Red any percent glitchless two games one controller. Oh my god! So so they're playing Yellow and Red same time tonight twelve. So two hours. Yeah. No, uh, I'm I mean, saying like it'll take them two hours. The the estimate time they've got down is two hours forty seven minutes. So they'll be within that. So yeah. I mean I can be Pokemon Yellow in two hours. Maybe maybe you should go on this. No. <laughs> I actually was looking up some uh, tips for speedrunning Portal. I may want to get good. Uh, not to be on GDQ, but just for the sake of getting better at speedrunning Portal. Because you can't already do that fucking blindfolded with one hand up your asshole. Glitchless, maybe. There's always, <laughs> I can't remember if it's one or two, but every single time we play, there's always that same one puzzle where you are like, how the fuck do I do this? And you kind of And then I go, oh yeah. You struggle for like 17 minutes and then you're like, oh yeah, duh, this well, is so easy. It's both games because he forgets one puzzle in each game <laughs> and it's never the same puzzle that he forgets. I have forgets. to. It's required. Yeah. It could be the first fucking puzzle. But also they're doing Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy, Crash Bandicoot 1, any percent for PS4 and I'm excited to see that. Oh, that yeah. reminds me, I had to buy that for uh, the Switch. Oh yeah. Oh I came yeah. Out on yeah, I wouldn't mind it for the Switch. That's why I want to buy it. Yeah. So moving on from GDQ before yeah. we get wrapped up forever. Um, so not getting wrapped up in that. We're going to get wrapped up in this for like all of eight seconds. PUBG versus Fortnite. Yeah. Um, still. Yeah, still. <laughs> well, this was a little bit more deep because we talked about it last week about um, PUBG Core um, suing Epic Games. Did we talk or, about it? We did. I don't remember. Yeah. So in May, PUBG Corp went after Epic Games with a lawsuit claiming that Epic Games had copied their intellectual properties when Fortnite introduced its Battle Royale mode and PUBG Corp wanted to protect their copyrights. I don't know where they would ever have come to that fucking conclusion. Yeah. Um, so they were also accusing Epic Games of taking PUBG Corp's weapons designs and user interface for Fortnite Battle Royale. Uh, this lawsuit news hit as of the end of May, so the 29th. Yeah. So on May 29th, the art like a big article hit saying that f uh, PUBG was suing Epic Games. Yeah. And now it is currently June 29th, just for the record. Right. So a month later. 
Um, so this week, PUBG Corp withdrew their lawsuit against Epic Games, but gave no explanation as to why. Um, I can tell you why, because it doesn't fucking matter. If they're going to sue Epic Games, they have to sue every other corporation out there I think, that's doing a Battle Royale game. Well, I think it comes down to... There are the few things that I said when you guys started playing Fortnite, and I was like, this is literally PUBG, down to there being random characters that you play as and jumping out of a thing and parachuting and there yeah. being locations. The only thing that everything they, is the same. The only thing that they could really sue them about is literally how it's played well, per se of it's a battle royale game, but they don't have a copyright on it's a battle royale game. No, but there's, um, they literally also, it was about weapons design, like specific weapon designs yeah. and like a couple other things. But and that that's the thing though too is because like PUBG the weapons look realistic. Yeah, in Fortnite they're not. They look but like it's fucking li- cartoons. Like, that's but that's probably like one of the reasons why is because right they were like, listen, everybody knows this this is fucking cartoon PUBG, but there's only so much we can do to win here, All so right. we might as well just give up. I forgot about that though. That I, I'm betting one of the reasons why though is like it says in the notes, PUBG and Epic Games are both owned by Tencent. Yeah. So that's probably part, why PUBG Core part, ended right. up dropped yeah. their their lawsuit because it's like, what's the point? Tencent probably, which... Are they both owned by Tencent? Yeah. Yeah, partly. They're both very, partly owned by Tencent Very Holdings. minimally, but it is. it is. And by the way, you should check out Tencent's website because it is the creepiest. It is. It is such a, like, the feeling you get when you walk into... Skynet. Like, a model home and everything is fake. Like, that's, it's like that creepy feeling. Like, I'm not supposed to be here. It's just a, such a weird feeling it gave me. Is it just like Tencent.com? Tencent.com, yep. It's just oh. so, it's so weird and empty, oh, but no. not, it's so creepy. I feel like I'm going to get kidnapped just looking at it. Oh, it's very. But like, nothing's wrong with it. Tencent it's just, no. Skynet. it just gives me such a vibe. It has that like stock image feel to it. It really does. But it's a real company. But they own so many gaming like there's companies. There's no picture of people just like smiling and laughing at each other. Yeah. So it's not quite stock image. Yeah, not quite. Not, no women. There's like a solid. futuristic looking skyscape. There's yeah. like network connection. The, the wiggles. There's, there's a whole article over. about their Christmas party, I guess. Okay. It's very weird. Um, really quickly on the uh, on a topic of lawsuits, uh, Warner Brothers responded to oh, Bethesda about that. over the Westworld oh, lawsuits. They? So they provided uh, IGN a statement from Warner Brothers was it just that responded you? to the Bethesda lawsuit. You guys have to like, I was going through this earlier. So this is off of uh, playstationlifestyle.net. They said, as one of the world's leading creators of intellectual property, including the groundbreaking television series Westworld, Warner Brothers has a deep respect for the intellectual property rights. As such, the, assertation, uh, yeah, the assertions that by Bethesda Softworks that Warner's Westworld mobile game improperly used source code from Bethesda's Fallout Shelter are as surprising as they are unsubstantiated. Bitch! Warner Brothers has been assured by the game developer, Behavior Interactive, that Bethesda's allegations are untrue and that none of Bethesda's code was used in the Westworld game. Moreover, contrary to Bethesda's baseless accusation, Warner Brothers at no time included, uh, oh, sorry, induced behavior to use the Fallout Shelter code in Westworld. I call bullshit on that. that that's all the legalese, just like, here you th- go. That I call bullshit because Bethesda, like, very sneakily was like, hey, there was a bug in Fallout Shelter at launch. 
that we just found in your fucking game. You <laughs> took it. That's like there was a really good video that Game Ranks did about uh, Easter eggs in games. Yeah. And Easter eggs in things that weren't games. And there was one company that was doing software development and one of their programmers put an Easter egg in their software. It was like financial software or something. So there was like no reason for there to be an Easter egg in it. <laughs> I love that. So they, he hid this Easter egg, didn't tell anyone. Mm -hmm. And they were working with another company. So they shipped the software out to this company to oh, test. No. The company got a hold of it and then called them a few days later and went, we don't need your software. We found a better competitor for a lot cheaper. So they were like, oh, well, can we check it out? And because they wanted to make sure they didn't just rip their code. Right. And so they went over and they're like, it looked really similar, but like a few minor details were changed. Yeah. Found the so, the, yeah, the guy was like, hold on a second, goes in and pulls up his Easter egg in their code. And he was like, yeah, no, this is our software. Yeah. It'd be kind of like um, if someone tried to rip off uh, Hitman. Yeah. Alan, <laughs> please add details. Yeah. Alan, yeah. please add details. <laughs> it's like, I, I think that every, it, well, I don't want to say it's kind of like how every like bomb designer puts their their thing their in their signature. bomb, yeah. which I think is a very bad way. To no do more bombs, chili powder, by the but way. But chili powder is my thing, man. <sighs> Listen, Captain Cook. <laughs> but like, I, I feel like everything, every developer of something should have their weird thing that they do that nobody else really knows about because it's a secret. That way, you know. They maybe they do, but no one else really knows about I mean, it. I mean, exactly. that that was us with our potatoes for a while, mm -hmm. and then we told everyone our secrets. I know they're just not as good. Oh, no. And now I just don't make potatoes. Oh. It's a shame. It's also See, fucking almost next July. Next time, you just got to keep those secrets. Well, the but. secret was, spoiler alert, every spice you have in your f fucking spice cabinet, put it in there. Double the that, end. though. Yeah, because potatoes, as said by you suck at cooking, uh, they, the, was it the Romans had to actually invent the number zero because of to describe how much flavor is in a potato, Yeah, which is why zero and potato have the same shape. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot it's that one. Really funny. Uh, so moving on from lawsuits. Yeah, moving on which from are lawsuits. Just fucking running rampant. Um, I'm not gonna quite say this is disappointing, but it's disappointing. This next one actually. Okay. Uh, it was weird. Um, a little Monster Hunter World thing. Okay. So Capcom has officially confirmed that porting Monster Hunter World to the Switch will be impossible. Which is weird because I swear mm. that they said. It was going to come to the Switch, but maybe I was just getting it like confused they never, with the PC release. See, they never said that Monster Hunter World would come no, to the Switch. No, I just thought they did. Right. So when I read this, I was confused, but then, you know, so, that's just how it works. Which is very strange considering the, that every Monster Hunter up until now has been for a handheld. Well, yeah. the thing is, is Monster Hunter World is too big. Yeah, they don't, they don't want to work. Okay. It's too big. They would have had to scale it down. Either that or like make everyone angry because you need to buy 128 gig right sd card well I, I think it's not even too big that in like that frame it's in it's too big for the processor mm. oh okay you know, it's so, too demanding yeah um that being said capcom did say that um they will be making monster hunter games specifically for the switch which is cool yeah, yeah um, i'm down yeah None were specifically given. Sorry, I'm reading notes. That's all right. Uh, yeah, they would have had to water down the game, essentially. And I, I, I'm glad they're not willing to water it down just to make yeah. the extra buck. Right. Yeah. And it, they, that's it, a Capcom thing, though. They've never like watered it. down games. And I, I think it also... Purposely. Um, World is an online only, isn't it? Like, it's yes. a multiplayer. Yeah, you have to be Basically, online. Basically, yeah. So, like, I can get that because as of September, you can only play online games on the switch if you have the subscription right i can understand why that might be a factor in not making it possible i mean because... right now you can only play online games with a subscription for playstation 2 
Well, yeah. For most games. Uh, yeah, there's there's a handful. Monster Hunter World doesn't have the PS Plus requirement. Destiny doesn't have it the doesn't? PS Plus. It doesn't? Nope. Oh. Destiny doesn't have the requirement. You know, whole, there's still a whole bunch of games that don't have the requirement. But I, I see where right. what you're coming at. Um, also, in August, <clears throat> Monster Hunter Generations will release for the Switch. Nice. Um, it is a port from the 3DS game Monster Hunters XX. And players of Monster Hunter XX will be able to transfer their saves to their Monster Hunter Generations profile. Sorry, I, I said that game wrong. It's Monster Hunter Double Cross. Double, I, yeah, I was just about to say, Jeff, I can hear the cries of every weeaboo in our I audience. Remember, <laughs> I remember talking about this when they announced Monster Hunter World. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A okay. year ago. And like, I can hear the screams already. Like, it's Double Cross. Yeah, we know. We know. <laughs> so Calm um, down. Okay. I they, just downloaded Source Filmmaker, though, so we could make Monster Hunter Triple X. Ooh. There's so many assets for that, no. by the way. But <laughs> moving on. <laughs> My God. Or continuing. Whatever. Uh, no, we're gonna we're we're just gonna move on because we're gonna leave that on a high note. <laughs> okay. Let's. And Sarah's gonna talk about this one because it's the bane of her existence. Oh my okay. god. I what? hate I hate that we have to put Sarah through this every like other week. Every I, other yeah. episode. I know I like I just dyed my hair last weekend and it's already fucking going gray. Um so Harry Potter Hogwarts Mystery, it's obviously my fucking game of the year. Uh Sarah Gotcha. A recent update, I don't know how recent, maybe this week, uh, has added optional advertisements to the game, which is great. That's all I've been asking for since it launched. Don't make me pay. Give me an optional ad that I can watch. So you can Please tell me they didn't take out the paywall. They just like added advertisements they, on top of it. They just added advertisements that are completely optional, allegedly. For browsers. Um, if you pay to get rid of them. <laughs> according porn. according to my information, ads can be found in the bottom left corner of the screen. And when clicked on, players can watch an ad to receive free gems. The example um, from the person who wrote the article I read this from, they watched like a 30 second ad and got three gems. And you can use gems to buy energy and you use energy to complete tasks in the game. Um, I redownloaded Hogwarts oh, Mystery. No. I redownloaded it to test this out because I didn't want to ask any of my friends to test it out for me. Oh, dear. And I don't have a fucking ads option. The real question? It though, doesn't exist. It's not there. The real question is, oh, they probably did this update like they did the last thing where it's only coming it's only to select some people. people. But the real question will be, if it rolls out to everyone after they do their focus test, quote unquote, is, is there going to be a limit to how many ads you watch? Because there like, will a, be. a the, lot of mobile games, you can only watch like three ads to gain an extra four hours or mm -hmm. whatever to your game. The question I would like to pose is how shitty does your game have to be where you hear they added advertisements and you go fucking yes yeah. about time. And not uh, like a lot of people are mad because like th th this isn't how the world should be. I'm happy that. The, this is a step in the right direction for me. They have to keep making a lot of steps before I will actually play this game. They've got a marathon ahead of them. Yes. From the sounds of it. They have to, like, instead of just taking, like, two steps forward, three steps back, they have to do, like, two steps forward, one step back, and then we will be on a good page. Hopefully. Allegedly, ads are and will remain optional, so it's not like you open the game, there's Obviously an ad. Obviously, they're optional for you. They're clearly <laughs> optional for me, um, but only time will tell if fucking Jam City will actually be be truthful about that. Jam City actually has your information. They know that you're shitting all over this game, so there's like, no, don't give her ads. I would absolutely love it if Jam City would personally have a vendetta against me. <laughs> I would love it. What if they were like, them. make her so OP that the game's not fun anymore? <laughs> and you're like, this game is... 
I'm already top tier. <laughs> I'm so good that I have to hate it. Oh, yep. shit. It just, uh, so good it's bad. It's so disappointing. And I... I yeah. Apparently, I think that pretty much summarizes Also, it. <laughs> apparently they added pets, and I just don't care. Only if you... When uh, I first started the game, they were like, pets will be added later. And I was like, oh, cool. Didn't realize that was a red flag for like, all the good stuff you want will be added in the future. When people complain about it so much that we have to add it. After you've stopped caring, we'll when add this in as an attempt to save. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you're so apathetic. Wow. Uh, um, do you want to go on to some good news? Yeah. Like, I'll talk about it, but we'll we'll move on from oh, the bane of your existence. Do the news. Well, you seem very sad now, and I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't want our <laughs> listeners hearing sad face. Aww. Now, Sarah, we both understand you don't like Halo. <laughs> Fuck I hate off. It. It's my least favorite. Okay, you franchise. can both eat a bag of dicks, and I'm canceling. Are they the are they jelly belly dicks? <laughs> no, but I can get some. Oh, sweet. Um, anyway. Um, how long have you been waiting for a Halo TV series? Uh, since 2001, you'd say? No, since never, actually. I never, there was never a thing I thought I'd want. Really? Like a movie? Yeah. Sure. Like Forward Unto Dawn? Pretty freaking good. I didn't see the one that was like animated, um, whatever Halo series that was. I hope it was as good um, as that Mass Effect it one. It was basically a movie, but it was done by different animators. It was like the Animatrix, but for Halo. Okay, yeah. Um, I forget what it what it was called. Halo Legends, I think, actually. Yes, it was. Um, I didn't watch that one. But it was Forward, okay. Under, Forward Under Dawn. And we're all very familiar really with good. Red versus Blue. That was clearly like oh, a documentary. The, the, don't even. The like, pinnacle of animation. Because Red versus Blue was like, if you took the writing from Archer and combined that with the fight choreography of a Jackie Chan film. Well, and the, the thing is, with Red versus Blue, that was the start of Machinima. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and literally the first animation that Machinima did. Machinima, you got Rooster Teeth, you got Monty Ohm doing the choreo- choreography and fighting and every- yeah. everything, like the animating. Other, other than Ruby, that was Monty's baby. And, oh, God, yeah. And if you, for anyone who hasn't seen Red vs. Blue, I highly recommend you go back and check out some of the early series. They're a little hard to watch because the graphics are not great. I thought great. it pity. <laughs> but honestly, like... <laughs> They're so funny, Gavin though. Free, it was like baby Gavin. That If you want to get a feel for how YouTube was in its early days... Oh my god. Red versus blue, the first season is that's all yep. anybody talks about. I think about. they're still on Netflix. If I not, think they're so. on Hulu. They're I on know I bought two. a DVD best of Red versus Blue. Yeah. Um, and I started looking at some of the stuff from season twelve. If you've never seen the series, um, my recommendation would be to find a fight scene from that and check that out so you can get a feel for what I'm talking about. Because Monty Ohm had a way of animating fight scenes where he didn't recycle moves mm-hmm. whatsoever. Everything was fluid. It all flowed together. If you want another really good taste of that, um, Dead Fantasy was a series that Monty Ohm did of the Final Fantasy female characters facing off against dead or alive female characters. Oh, God. In an all-out battle to the death. And it went on for, I think, 10 episodes. Hmm. of they what? it was just like two versus two and then they'd add another one in and they'd add another one in and they'd oh go God. back and forth and back and forth adding new characters and he not only incorporated because dead dead or alive is so good with the way that they incorporate fighting styles and mm-hmm. jiggle physics and jiggle physics like that's the two things they're good at is like jiggle physics and we understand the difference between like kempo kickboxing and jujitsu right. yeah and so monty pulled that into the uh, Dead Fantasy series where all the characters did their martial arts style. All the Final Fantasy characters were true to form mm-hmm. for whatever move sets they would have from the game. Right. Including like so summons, like was powers. Like a boxer. And- yeah. So Tifa gets in, starts fighting, and then she does her whole thing where she freeze time and then kick the shit out of some people and then R- right. time on freezes. And it's everything about it is so well put together, well thought out that 
I can't praise it enough. So had, uh, pulling had, that back around. <laughs> yeah. He had a magical brain. He, he really saw, did. He, Monty saw the world differently than the rest of us did. Monty and saw a different. <laughs> he was too good for this world is really the thing. And so, if, if anyone yeah. ever had a like. A, a don't be lazy type of attitude. It was definitely Monty. He It wasn't even that. He he literally wasn't capable of it. He would just sleep standing up because it was efficient. <laughs> Allegedly. Crazy man. So getting away from the Monty on fan cast that we, <laughs> that we are, um, there is going to be a Halo TV series. Um, it's going to be a live action TV show on Showtime. Yeah, which is good because... Like that's not a cable Sensor network. Free, yeah, it, they might say fuck. <laughs> Ooh, they might. They definitely will say fuck. I know they've um, said 2019, but nothing like set in stone. Yeah, mm. so it will be a 10 episode season with episodes being an hour long. Uh, according to Showtime, the series will take place in the universe that first came to be in 2001, i.e. Halo 1. Right. Uh, dramatizing an epic 26th century conflict between humanity and an alien threat known as the Covenant. I hope it's just Halo 1, the TV show. See, I'm hoping it <laughs> takes place before Halo 1. Like, it's a predecessor to a show like how the Covenant came to be mm. and like why they became a threat to humanity. The first Spartans. Would yeah, be, yeah, uh, an interesting uh, yeah. take on but it. But at the same see, time, there's... I also kind of want to see Master Chief. <sighs> that's or, the, that's the hard part. You know what's going to happen is they're not going to show Master Chief at all. They'll just mention him as like an ominous character. Oh my God. Like, you know, the show basically have... forward onto Dawn. Yeah. I have an idea mm -hmm. for how they can end the show. Last episode. Chief takes off of someone and it's a woman. Damn it, Samus. No. It's it's like the trailer where like it pans back and it's clearly Master Chief holding his helmet, but like that's the end of the series, so it makes everybody go, "Oh fuck, I need more." That's how. And then they get canceled. Nah. Completely end of series. Nah. See that that's the problem though with a series that's as long running as this is, and like there are certain constants in the Halo universe, like. You, we know who Master Chief is. We know he does not take his helmet off. Right. So no matter how they handle it, if they put Master Chief in this, it's going to offend someone. Hey, we know who Master Chief is. We know Did you Cortana. hear who's directing it? No. Spielberg. No. That, no, no fucking well, Amblin. So like Amblin is in with Show, uh, Showtime for doing the series. Right. Amblin's so Spielberg's got kind of his, his dirty little fingers in there, Spielberg, which I'm fine are, with. Are you sure, though? Because that was when this was originally first rumored like a year ago, it was Spielberg. As far as I know, the last update I got on it, uh, which was this morning, it was in partnership with Amblin Television. And that's and, Spielberg's company. Yeah, with okay. Spielberg as director. So Halo series, let me double check here. Uh, Amblin Television, production to begin series in early 19. Um, so we'll see it by 20. In association with Microsoft, 343 Industries, and Steven Spielberg's Amblin okay. Television. Because, like, it's this says... Series for Showtime was first rumored back in 2013 with Steven Spielberg at the helm. Yeah, so it's like that I was five that. years ago. And I, I mean, don't know if that's true. If there's okay, so the thing about that, we've seen Spielberg's work. Everyone has seen Spielberg's work. Yes, it's brilliant. You and I, and anyone else who read Ready Player One, has seen how that was handled in a film adaptation. I still haven't seen the movie. You haven't? No. Oh, no. It was in theaters for like a minute. It was. I'm buying it when it comes out the end of next month. You'll have to watch it. Borrow it. Watch it. I don't care. Oh, my care. God. It's already coming you, out on DVD. Yeah. I, it, not soon enough, if you ask me. I'm on my <laughs> third run through of the book. Oh, my God. And Listen, Last Jedi comes on to Netflix as of the beginning of July. So, Christ. I still haven't so, seen that either. That's how behind I am. I mean, I've got, I've got high hopes, but 
if there's it, the way that they took Ready Player One and moved it into film was it was almost like a retelling of the story in a different manner because a lot of main details were changed, but not mm-hmm. in a way that like pissed me off yeah. in a way that I was like, oh, this is kind of cool the way they did that. What? And I can understand yeah. why they made the changes they did, because otherwise we would have a an, like a two week long movie on our hands. Yeah, but and if you're gonna make a two week long movie, it has to be like when it comes to video game content, one. it's very hard. You're gonna have an, an easier time, I think, with a series. Like we've seen really successful video game television series with Castlevania. Yeah. Uh, also, this message has been brought to you by Trevor Belmont, who would like you to please leave his testicles alone. <laughs> I, <laughs> Castlevania, great series. I, I hope um, Halo is as well. I, I think that maybe the difference will be that like it. It'll be based on the Halo series, but hopefully it's not going to be based on events that have been in a game. Right. Well, yeah. I was just reading a quote. Now i got to bring it back up from the spoke, spokeswoman of 343 Industries. Yeah. Hold on. i got to pull it back up to That's fine. reference and it. So kind of going off on that same tangent, though, with um, Forward Unto Dawn, the, the Halo movie, yep. really well put together. And it told the story of some of the kids who were on the Forward Unto Dawn, the ODST yeah. troopers, essentially, which is kind of redundant, like saying pin number. But ODST, Orbital Drops at Ship Troopers, that were in training. And like Master Chief shows up in that movie. Mm-hmm. It's for a brief moment. It's very good. But it, it's a really good way of showing how you can tell a story in the Halo universe without necessarily centering it around Master Chief, but yeah. then also ties into the games. Because in Halo 4, you wake up in the Forward Under Dawn, which has been broken in half. Yeah. Right. So uh, I found that quote. It's from the head of Halo Transmedia at 343 Industries, Kiki Wolfkill. Awesome nice. last name, by nice. the way. Yeah. Um, she said that the television series will represent new and exciting ways for fans to enter, engage with the Halo universe. As we think about what it means to bring video game franchises to movie or TV, the biggest challenge can often be finding the right balance between moments fans have already experienced and moments that have yet to be experienced through a different medium, perspective, or creative lens. Wow. Uh, we are excited to navigate these creative waters to bring you something that is both respectful of what you already know and love, but also new and surprising and enthralling. Yeah, I first heard about that that particular quote because uh, I was listening to Kind of Funny Games Daily, and they were talking about this and how Spielberg's helming the whole thing. And like, uh, what was her name again? Kiki, Kiki Wolfkill. Wolfkill. They, they actually had a chance to talk. Well, one of them out of the two had yeah. a chance to actually sit down and interview her. And he was like, she is actually more awesome than her name implies. That's, oh, my God. That's amazing. <laughs> and he's like, oh, my God, I need to meet this woman. So I, I forgot about that, though. That, that's I an amazing meet, name. I want to meet Kiki Wolfkill. Right? I'm sorry. That's my new name. <laughs> Next week. It's going to be this week in gaming. You're going to be Kiki Wolfkill. I'm okay with that. I think this could be great. It could also be terrible. I think the great thing about it being a video game is that if they wanted to just have the fucking voice actor for Master Chief play Master Chief, nobody knows yeah, what he looks could. like. It's like Vader. <laughs> you can just I, do it. I think the great thing about this is no one's going to have high hopes for it because it's a video game. Yeah. And maybe it'll be great There's, because There of has that. yet to be a good, a really good film adaptation. Because, it, okay, it's going on Showtime. It's a film adaptation. Did you not see that Dead Rising movie? With that the, was the only <laughs> good. With the boy from Desperate Housewives. Because like, that was Ratchet great. and Clank. That's, I don't consider that a film adaptation. That's just another Everything animation. but the first 15 minutes of the new Tomb Raider. <laughs> That's out. Is it? Yeah. It came oh, out man. Two weeks ago. Great. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. I'm going to keep my hopes up. Yeah. I'm going to, like, as I always say, with everything that's developing in our world, we will try and keep tabs on it. We'll probably forget about it and talk to you about it in six months. Probably. <laughs> Give or take. Well, uh, probably when it becomes relevant again. Yeah. When they the cast year. Kiki Wolfkill as Master Chief. Right. So, oh. no, as Cortana. Duh. Um, 
Moving on to our last thing. Actually, we haven't talked Overwatch in a while. No, we haven't, but I have seen so much going on about Overwatch. Okay, so as of yesterday? I think so. Yeah, it so. was yesterday. Yeah, so. Yesterday, Thursday, um, Blizzard announced our newest hero. Well, first they teased our newest hero without announcing People weren't anything. sure if they were serious or not. I, I, would you have been? <laughs> So I would not, I would put nothing past Blizzard. So no. as of yesterday afternoon, it was officially announced that Wrecking Ball has has been added as the 28th hero to our list of heroes for Overwatch. Now, Wrecking Ball is a mech, a mech piloted by a genius hamster named Hammond. Uh, <laughs> he's literally a hamster in a ball. But the ball is a the ball is a it's amazing. Mech robot. I love that. Okay. I was reading. I don't really understand Overwatch lore, obviously, but Hammond, the hamster, is not the hero. No. Wrecking the, Ball is. The suit is. And I love that. Hammond just. He's just there pilots. for. He's just there for a well, good time. Well, they're saying that Hammond has like a kind of. He's like Winston. Yeah. Like he is intelligent from all the experimentation that went on with him on like the lunar colony that Winston escaped from. But Hammond can't speak. Yeah. So he has like a Stephen Hawking type setup where he has an AI oh. that can speak for him, which I think is kind of neat. Yeah. Someone was like, is his ultimate just going to be him drinking from a giant water bottle? <laughs> <laughs> although oh, I think it should okay. be. So Hammond is the second character, the second name on the missing section in Lu Cheng's system from May's storyline. When yep. she wakes up from the, the sleep and there's Winston's missing and there's another name, Hammond missing. It's that Hammond. Neat. Th that's that's Hammond. Neat. Huh. When she learns about Overwatch being yeah. activated and all that stuff. Um, Hammond was like Proxy said, he was one of the things that was being experimented on. Uh, there was a coup uh, and the subject went rogue and sent the scientists into space. Uh, there's really not a I've lot. I've also heard, but haven't been able to hop on the game yet and check for myself, that, remember how we've had support, healing, attack, they defense? They changed that, now it's just attack, defense. The fuck? Uh, see, I heard it was just damage, healing, support. That's or, it. Yeah, they, that's, they what, that's what I mean. They combined attack yeah. and defense together. Yeah, now yeah, now it's it's damage, healing, support. That's weird. So that's weird. Yeah, I haven't been on since they've updated that. They've also changed Symmetra. They changed Sombra. Her, uh, her invisibility thing yep. is indefinite now. What? There's no time limit to it. That seems like a bug. Well, it's not. They did that on purpose. Just because, like, once you attack, when you're invisible, you become visible again. Oh, yeah, okay. so like, you can and, move like, around. You, you can't hold a point if you're invisible, which is still the same. Oh, okay. So that that's how it stays fair. But it's easy. It's easier to use her as a scout. Mm. So did you mention that Hammond? Uh, sorry, that Wrecking Ball is in the PTR. I did not, but okay, I just, Sarah I did. just did. Yep. Wrecking Ball is currently in the PTR. So you, how long does it usually take before stuff shows up, starts showing up in the actual game? It generally. Like uh, so if they're throwing him in the PTR now, we'll probably see him honestly by the middle of July. Wow. Two weeks, give or take. Cool. Um, that being said, if they do find more bugs or they need to nerf him a little bit or, or they need to turn him into an auto hamster. No, they'll they'll nope. keep that. <laughs> That's no, I mean same. like if if this was all like one really weird right, prank, yeah, or if they're yeah, really trolling us, because <laughs> this is a really weird prank. If it is, no, if anything, if we don't see him by the middle of July, when does the Overwatch season end? I don't know. That I have no idea. Because I haven't been paying attention, 
if the Overwatch season ends, like, in the middle of July, he will show up at the beginning of the next season. Just doing a quick research when... Welcome to Google It, the podcast. It brings me back to, like, our first few episodes. Welcome to the segment of our podcast called Proxy Google's Things. <laughs> At least now me. we just accept that we don't know okay, anything. Okay, well, season season 11 launches tomorrow. Wow. Or, well, the day that oh, this dear. comes out, the 30th. So it won't be season 11. How if, long is the season? Generally a month and a half. Oh, okay. I think so. Something like that. It's been a long while since we've hopped in the game. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, we. I don't know, honestly. that That's a hard thing to say, especially when they announce new characters their their new character timeline is so faltered it's ridiculous because like they announce brigitte and within a week she was already in game mm. so, so really don't know. yeah cool great all i know is that he'll be up and active by the time season two of overwatch league starts Oh, dear. which I don't know when season two is, but he'll be up before that because I'm pretty sure they have at least a month off between the league. Oh, I hope so. The finale and except this. for Shanghai Dragons, they don't get time off. Well, no, they need to practice for 27 hours. I like a to day. think that that's the problem. Is it they're is. practicing too much? They it need absolutely. To, they is. need to take a freaking day off. It's called mm-hmm. exhaustion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, take a week. Don't play it. Let everything kick over to subconscious processing, it's, and then watch them demolish season it's two. Part exhaustion and part fuck you, because we're still getting a paycheck regardless. I don't blame them. I mean, it, even as the bottom ranking team who's never won a game, you at least got status of like underdog. People still know who you are. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, what? those guys, the official worst team in the entire Overwatch I League. just decided that they're my favorite team <laughs> okay. because they're doing the worst. I just decided because they're playing the best game of all time. They're playing the long con. <laughs> Let's be bad at a video game. They're going to wait five seasons and get paid millions of dollars to be bad. Well, there was a really good article written a few years back by, I forget even the player at this point, this player who played League of Legends competitively. And he's like, I'm really not that good at the game either. He's like, which is crazy because they pay me about 900000 a year to play this game. Yeah. Jesus. And it was it's a lot of it's just merch sales. Yep. So it's crazy. really it's like the prize money factors into it. But overall, Do you have it's good just game space. Their and... thing now is just going to be being known as the team that didn't win a single freaking game. Because, you know, so I should go on and be part of the Shanghai <laughs> Dragons because my name, my gamer tag is zero threat. It's perfect. Apply. <laughs> like, <laughs> Apply today. <laughs> Jeff won't be on the podcast starting next week. He's I'll going be to making play a lot of money. So the podcast from now on is just going to be fucking rampage time. It's only going to be about Hogwarts Mystery Mansion. Or oh, whatever no. the fuck it's called. Hogwarts Dead Child Simulator. <laughs> Hogwarts who Press X to Jason. Cares. Yeah. Cool. So uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you got some real great, solid, awesome content out of uh, this week, because we know we did. Mm. It's a lot of, lot of interesting going on in the world of games. So if you do want to help my help me get good at mobile games, i.e. give me money to spend on them, you can head over to patreon.com backslash yeah, dude, and... Go ahead and sign up there for as low as $1 a month. You can help keep us running here yeah. at the studio. You can also choose which podcast you want to support. And you should actually, if you listen to this one, you should choose this one and not the other one. Because I looked and it made me feel really bad that the other one had a I'll supporter. See, I, like, I like to think that Trent actually supports both because he got in before I divided them. Yeah. Oh, so his okay. tier is actually just like it auto assigned. So oh, weird. I don't know where he belongs. <laughs> 
So I'm going to say that like he's he's a neutral. Our party. other patron right now definitely was backing AV Underground. But I'd like to think when he got on board, all we were doing was twig. Yeah. So I, I just haven't found a way to move that tier over. Trent is a neutral, neutral party. Basically, he pretty much supports all the stuff that we do. Yeah. But so, yeah, you can check that out. It's it's fun. It's it helps keep us running. The lights are going to be shut off here soon if uh, <laughs> if we don't throw money at them. But anyway, on, on more positive notes, we will talk to you again next week with more gaming news. Until next time, happy gaming. See ya. This Week in Gaming is a production of YDG Studios. Your hosts are Sarah Green, Josh Needham, and whoever Jeff decides to be this week. The podcast is organized by Sarah Green and edited and produced by Josh Needham. This Week in Gaming is brought to you in part by our patrons, For Love of Nerd and Eileen Hubbard. Thank you. To learn more about Yadude and all the things we do, check out yadudegamers.com. Where did Aer- you learn your aerodynamics? Uh-huh. DeVry? <laughs> yeah, DeVry University Online. University of Phoenix. Come come here and learn some stuff about nothing. (laughs) Learn some stuff about how to throw your money away real quick. Come here and learn some stuff about how we got disaccredited. Disaccredited? (laughs) Deaccredited? Exactly. Either. Unaccredited, maybe. I don't know. Decredited? De... Deaded? Yeah, they were deaded. Is your mic too close? It seems very close. My mic is always this close? Honestly, they're, they're rigged up to be like within a hand's distance. I'm just making sure now. <laughs> that's going to be the whole hour? No, that's going in after the credits. Oh, ASMR. No. Yeah, ASMR, bitch. <laughs> the ASMR episode of This Week in Gaming. I fucking hate it. I told John at work, I was like, dude, you should just make a second channel called Whispering High Def. Oh, my God. And... <laughs> Just ASMR gaming stuff. But then he needs to make a third channel, streaming in high def. Oh, I told him that. And I was like, all you have to do is just yell like a drill sergeant for about every video game. In Spanish. Oh, oh, please. There's like a very small percentage of people who would be very into that. Because screaming in Spanish is fucking amazing. It's scarier than screaming in Italian. And yet what about it's German? so great. See, that's I don't just know that German. Anything, I don't know that anything gets scarier than screaming in German because you always think they're screaming. Screaming in Russian. Ooh. Because <laughs> they talk in symbols, man. Oh, boy. And symbolism. I don't know if you guys... Did you get to see the Resident Evil 4 speed run? No. I didn't watch a single speed run. Okay. I just so. wait for you to say, hey, this is going on, and I text you back, cool. <laughs> you just wait for me to say, hey, this is going on, and you're like, fucking 1130! You throw the phone <laughs> You were lucky because I was having a bit of insomnia this week. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> but I, my phone buzzed, and I look, and I'm like, motherfucker, does he know what time it is? <sighs> yes, Jeff. I do. <laughs> It wasn't even a weekend day either, so, like, you had to go to work, too. I did. I didn't care. You dumb fuck. I stayed up. Yeah, but you you get the privilege of getting to leave at, what, like, 9 or so? I leave at, like, 8.30. Yeah. It's really early in the morning. It very. Compared very to early. my 4.35 in the morning. Because you're crazy. Listen, I want to get done early. <laughs> I have to start early. Yep, that's true. When the sun hits my first house, I can fucking do anything. Yep. So... <laughs> Uh, are we are we good? Do we have all of our stuff? Now that my ice has been breaked. Yeah, let me. Let oh me yeah, I got to break this. the ice. Hold on. And I am
sweating. Mm. Profusely. <laughs> Next studio. It's, it's got to have air conditioning. It's kind of a titties outlook. Almost. <laughs> got to keep the girls right in there. <laughs> it's kind of a belly button outlook. Oh, my tongue is it's... burning. That's the ice working. <laughs> yeah, the burn says it's working. Your ice has been broken. Welcome to Icy Hot. They now make mints. <laughs> Sponsored by Ben Gay. It's oh, icy it's just... at first to dull the stink and then hot to melt your face off. It's just Vic's vapor rub. Ben oh. Gay, always gay. 